Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John Orson Staku, as you might know me on Twitter, the executive producer here, and I just want to thank you for watching. It really means a lot to us that people watch, listen to, and enjoy our shows. If you want to help us keep making these shows as fun and lively as they can be, please join your fellow fans in supporting us at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, or by subscribing to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms. It really means a lot to us that the amount of you who do support us continue to do so, especially our $25 plus tier supporters on Patreon. Antitonic, Catwater Flame, Samantha Bates, Maureen Monty, and Gravity Alexander. Every little bit helps, so thank you to all of our patrons and subs. Check us out on Twitter at Final Show Films and on our website at www.finalshowfilms.com for updates, go live notifications, and more. We love interacting with you, so feel free to tweet at us or email us at finalshowfilms at gmail.com. That being said, please relax and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back once again to Everyone is Warlocks Conflux, the Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition campaign that we're running here on Final Show Films. My name is Jack. I am your dungeon master and storyteller for this whole shit show. And joining me today is William. I'd rather put a fryer on, goddammit. <laughs> Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Wotan Saltspray, the dwarven pirate servant of Thing Beneath the Waves. Who is eating a fryer? And John. I'm John, and I'm playing Warlock, the warforged engineer uh, of the Pact of the Great Machine, about to get eaten by a two-headed alligator. And Nikki. Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm playing Diamond Katara, the Earth Genasi Pact of the Fae Blade Warlock. Yeah. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I am playing Zoe, half draw, oh, pact of the blade, blade, monk, warlock. <laughs> and Mara? Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Aurelia Everance, <clears throat> human archaeologist, and uh, pact of the blade, great old one warlock. And Cody? Um, Cody, I'm playing Cole Estasi, the shifter urchin, pact of the chain, raven queen warlock. And Jeremy? Hi, I'm Jeremy, and I managed to get into roll 20 before it came to me, so woot. Uh, I am playing Kurishana Thavakri, uh, Kalishtar, uh, Pack to the Chain. And our last moments in Conflux were spent floating in the murky waters of the Fens as the Hawkshead Compact finished their initial investigations of the area, searching for the ever-blooming Lily, a magic wand in one of the Fey Antiquities. This whole thing began with part of the compact remaining in the north, while Aurelia and Wotan sailed south to confer with Torvald Fauntleroy, a friend and ally whom Aurelia hoped to convince to help with paying off her debt to her incorporeal ancestor. Having intentionally skirted the more salient details regarding a temporary ghost possession, Aurelia found that Torvald's valet, Chizik, was not hesitant to step in on his oblivious employer's behalf. With additional discussion about the need for an actual body to use, Chizik agreed to induce Lord Fauntleroy to help in procuring at least one usable cadaver before the deadline expired. The remaining warlocks, however, still up north, split to cover more ground in the fens, one half utilizing more direct scouting methods via boat and air reconnaissance, and the other consulting with the local inhabitants. 
With her fey-infused personality in full force, Diamond induced a trio of fenfolk to guide them around the local area and point out likely spots matching the description of the Lily's resting place. As the others returned, Warlock, however, found himself alone in a rowboat and threatened by some hungry reptiles who managed to drag him out of the vessel and into their native element. And now our eyes are once again drawn back to the Warforge, who gave far better than a yacht, inciting the crocodilian's eventual flight, either from his his attacks or the approach of a larger two-headed monster so really quick this is uh-huh. very important i need to know if i can determine if this is a two-headed alligator or a two-headed crocodile <laughs> make me a nature check <laughs> does it determine your pun 26 it is a two-headed crocodile cool am i still in initiative or do I have a moment uh, that I can that I, do I have a moment that I could make an action? Uh, you are still in initiative. Okay, cool. Yep. Well, Which we are actually going to roll now. Cool. Um, just John and the crocodile at this point. No, I'm gonna have everybody roll it Look so at that it. as you guys as you guys come in, <laughs> uh, the floor is wide. I don't know why that made me laugh so much. <laughs> Look at it. Well, like I like I said, one person jokes all day today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oof. where am I? I have wow. a I have a plus eight to my initiative. I rolled this a is two. this is initiative playing out exactly as it should. The croc has a minus one to its initiative. <gasps> rolled a four. So how did I get... Oh, thank God. I was like, how did okay, I get so that? Oh, no, I last. do. I have the highest initiative. How? So far, we still have some people rolling. Hmm? I'm usually at the bottom. It's true. Hmm. We're there saving we our luck for saving our uh, more forged. Okay. So... This round will be Warlock and the Crocodile. Following round is when the people in uh, Diamond's boat and um, Zoe will be arriving on scene. Zoe is not Zoe, Zoe is currently a little further away and also or, uh, geographically closer, but traveling by land, which is. Dicey at best in the fens. Yeah. Oh, and let me roll for Rorik as well, because he'll get involved in this, I'm sure. Yeah. And I have several more minutes before I can fly, so that's not happening. Yes, I believe you do. Probably not. Okay. So, Warlock, you are up firstest. Sweet. Um... I don't have any spells other than my cantrips because I use them all for tireless castings. Unless at some point after casting tireless three times, I had a moment to like chill for a bit in the boat and get a short rest. Uh, not really. No, you didn't. You cool, guys cool, kind of cool. kicked right off and just went went for it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to check. Uh-huh. Sure it'd be worth checking. Uh, how far away from from me is the two headed crocodile? Right now, it's about. 50 feet. Cool. I can't get to it anyways. Uh, so I'm going to... Am I on the ground at this point, or am I still like sort of floating, kind of? You are floating in the water. Okay, cool. Um, You're buoyant. It's exciting. I am buoyant. 
Made of metal, but still buoyant. Do you have like air sacs? I'm very curious about this. I'm not there anyway. You're not there. And we're not going to worry about it at the moment. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to move away from the crocodile. Okay. You can use an action to try and get back up in the boat if you want. That's not going to help me. Okay. Because uh, it'll just go through the boat. I mean, maybe. Boat would give you at least some cover from it. We don't know. Maybe this particular maybe this particular creature is allergic to wood. You know what? No, no. And no, also because I need to use my action for other things. Uh, I'm going fair. to use my action to cast sending via my okay. tablet to Diamond. Uh, the the smaller ones were they alligators or crocodiles? They were crocodiles as well. Okay. <laughs> Update. <laughs> <laughs> there were three small crocodiles. They are gone. Now there is one large two two headed is hyphen. So is that one word or two? Two words. Mm. Two headed crocodile <laughs> approaching. Last no, two I'm words. pretty sure there's like a <laughs> <laughs> or something except for an actual word that you could use. That's fine. <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. succinct. Very nice. <laughs> All right. So the crocodile has a swim speed of 50 feet. So I moved I moved as far away from it as I could, which I'm swimming and I don't have a swim speed, so I assume that's half speed. That's half speed. So 15 feet. Yep. So the crocodile will use its entire uh, turn to get up in close to you and prepare to do whatevers. Good. All right. So first round complete. <laughs> Diamond, you and Rorik are at the oars, mm-hmm. moving hard. Yeah, we're rock people. We move very hard. And <laughs> <laughs> that that was the safe, safest thing I could have done there. <laughs> I love how Aaron dies a little inside every episode. <laughs> I love how I didn't even have to look. I knew that the little that I knew that that very quiet sound of pain was coming from Aaron. Oops. So did Zoom because took a You're dying. Yeah, Zoom picked you up. By the way, it was like you get the screen. All right. So the second boat is now in place you can mostly see splashing but the back ridge of this crocodile is visible enough despite the setting sun and murky water mm-hmm. uh rorik can can't see. really do anything uh cora you're in this boat too anyway you're going first all right um that is that 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 is that is a thing. Um <laughs> shit. <laughs> should we bust out the big guns right off the bat? I feel like we should bust out the big guns right off the bat. Isn't that all we carry is big guns? Yeah. Yes. We're warlocks. We have three big guns and nothing else. <laughs> You're yeah. not entirely wrong. So no no. We have four big guns. Because some of you have Mystic Arcanum. 
Thank so you very much. let's it. find out how okay. good a two-headed crocodile's intelligent saving throw is as I use Psychic Crush. Cool. Some of you have four big guns. My fourth big gun is a teleport spell. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not really a gun. The door. That's the note button. <laughs> uh, fuck your shit, I'm out. Basically. <laughs> Uh, I shouldn't summon my big rock creature here. Well, that's a lot of ones. Uh, That is 36 psychic damage, intelligence save for half, and on a failed save, stunned for a minute. Okay. So this crocodile You've gotta has be a fucking minus shit. four to its intelligence. You've gotta be fucking shitting me. He rolled a natural twenty. I will send you a fucking screenshot if you need me to. Are you motherfucking kidding me? I was looking at that and I was like, you know, he would this thing would have to roll a natural twenty to beat this. And on each doing Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the DM's face. I'm so sorry, Jeremy. Does this he sucks. have disadvantage for having absolutely no idea this is coming? He doesn't, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> that is specifically an arcane trickster f- uh, feature. Yes, I do understand that. Um, I, I am man, sorry. Jeremy, this is like that time when you used a necrotic spell on a bunch of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> this is like every time Jeremy tries to use a major spell. Uh, I'm looking to see if there's anything I can do to lower that by <laughs> to, one. Im- to impose disadvantage. Oh, that's right. You have like... Dark One's own luck won't help me because it only adds. Yep. Yep. Oh, God. Um. <laughs> Does anybody have a luck point? Ah. <laughs> uh, I have inspiration. I feel like the GM isn't going to let it come in. Nope, I don't think I have anything. Um, (laughs) Bummer. How does this happen so consistently to you, Jeremy? Unbelievable. (laughs) Absolutely unbelievable. It's all good. Um... What minor witch did you inconvenience? <laughs> Jeremy, well, just, Jeremy just, I think that's everything for me because I don't. You just cut off a witch action. in the parking lot. Yeah, Jeremy, mm-hmm. just, Jeremy just flashes back to twenty years ago when he cut off, when he cut off this rickety old caravan getting into a parking space, and this wrinkled old lady goes, "From now on, fuck you." Wait, hold on, I want to check something here really. No. Okay. I will let you check as many Not in regard to that. Okay. Uh, Nope, never mind. I was checking to see if, uh, because if it's Mystic Arcana, if it would count as a spell, and it does. So I can't do anything Mm -hmm. bonus action. So he got right up to you. Oh, hey. That's right. Um, (laughs) So, Diamond, you've never seen... Rorik make a running dive out of a small boat. No. That is a very specific I mean, you have now. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if he can get to this thing, assuming enough athletics. Is he strunk enough? I feel like the more appropriate way to describe that is you had never seen. (laughs) 
I had, had yeah the way the way Jack had phrased it did confuse me as a player so yep. <laughs> but now I know <laughs> so Rorik just leaps off the back or the the, the prow of this boat <laughs> towards the back of the crocodile <laughs> one hand war picking the other in 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 what you would call the most fire plug of Tarzan leaps. <laughs> Uh, he's been waiting for this. He's been waiting up for this for several hours. I'm, I'm going to give it to him. Unfortunately, he lands about 10 feet short. <laughs> he is about 10 feet short. So, you know, don't tell Rorik I said sp- that. And has to spend the rest of his movement this round to get up to the thing. I'm just, pic- I'm just picturing it from like, you get the cinematic angle of like just underneath him. And he's right, in yeah. the air. Yeah. And then the camera and cuts then, to like 20 feet shot. out. And he's <laughs> <laughs> Just massive belly flop. Yeah, he rolled a 12. That's not great. Um, And let's see, Rorik. So now it's Diamond's turn. That's my turn. Uh, Oh, yeah, this is going to be fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. Um, um, I'm going to put... The crocodile to sleep. Okay. Oh, well, I can do this at level five? Yeah. What are you casting? Keep in mind it's an area of effect. And- no, I don't want to put people to sleep. I just want to put the crocodile to sleep. Um, I will... Uh, I guess I'll leave the boat here because I don't want Koroshana to get attacked by the crocodile. Yeah, Diamond will swim, jump into the water and swim as well. Okay, this you can fine. just get up to the crocodile with uh, with 30 feet of, of movement because you have to dash. That's fine. <clears throat> I, I swim. All right, Warlock, there's a crocodile right up in your face. I have, I have a stick for it. Okay, go for it. Am I flanking with Rorik? No, you guys are all on the same side of the crocodile. Can I move to flank with Rorik? Yeah. I will move to flank with Rorik. Okay. That's gaining advantage. And the people on the boat will just see this frosty metal stick come out of the water and then come back down. (laughs) So you are trying to remain on the surface. Well, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm still in the water with it. It's just, I would say, like, they'll see, like, the as I pull back from the swing, they'll see the shillelagh break the surface and then come back down into the water. Okay. Because I'm tall, remember? Yeah. As I accidentally back out of roll 20 instead of clicking the button. Whoops. Mm-hmm. Back. Back. <laughs> stop lagging. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Shalali. Shalali. Illegals. Hmm. 25 to hit. 25 hits. Hmm. All right. So 11 bludgeoning damage and four All cold. Right. That was a very poor uh, Horfrost roll. Okay. And this thing don't give a shit. <laughs> And it is magical bludgeoning for whatever that's worth. Yes, it is. This thing does. This thing is a just a massive fucking animal. No particularly intense resistances or or anything. Cool. 
All right. So Diamond, you are the closest to it. So it's going to make its tail attack at you. Is Diamond the closest to it, considering I just hit it? <laughs> and Rourke's also there? Hang on. <laughs> Don't worry. There's other things happening. Um, Diamond, what's your AC currently? <sighs> 14. This thing has rolled two natural 20s in a row. I'm starting to be scared of this thing. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. It's fine. It's cool. It's not. Uh, you take 19 bludgeoning damage. Ow. And I need you to make a strength save. <laughs> okay. Um, is this its legendary action or something? 14. No. Oh, I thought it rolled lower than me on initiative. That's fine. Yeah. You said I, I was right. Coming in. It's fine. It's fine. I'll come in. I next. apologize. I <laughs> no, go, I go ahead, Zoe. I I probably misspoke. Go ahead. Yeah, you roll in. This thing I am only in the initiative. I am right yes. Cole Warlock. Go for it. I completely zipped past that because I was trying to remember where Cole was. I apologize. Go ahead and take your turn, Zoe. <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm within 60 feet of it, I assume. Yes. Cool. Um, I'm going to try and polymorph it. Okay. More people in chat, in, in our chat, said that Ralph can't swim. Assuming that that is true to Zoe's knowledge, we're going to try and turn this thing into a Ralph. Okay. I'm just going to keep pronouncing it different ways until it makes sense. <laughs> sure. It, they're, I believe they're, they the correct pronunciation is Roth. It's actually Rothe. There's, yes, an, there's, there's, an, there's an accent over the E. Yeah, but that All sounds right. stupid because that sounds like someone made really crappy rosé wine and was trying to pass it off. <laughs> <laughs> it got drunk off wine of it. drink. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, all right, so making a wisdom save, correct? Yes. Okay, what is your spell save DC? My spell just... save DC is 17. That is a 16. Okay. So we will roll back that natural 20 that it made. Because now it's a rosé. You're welcome, It's a rosé. <laughs> and Zoe'll just... I can hold this a while. Don't hit it. Just leave. Mm -hmm. All right. As, and I'm using my bonus action to yell that as loud as I can. Question. On its turn, when it starts to drown, does it take damage and revert back? <laughs> Not Drowning until it actually drowns. I looked this up. Yeah. Drowning, Drowning saves, but it'll, it, it's separate from damage, at least to start to drown and yeah. they have a decent constitution. You have a chance to get away. You go straight mm -hmm. from whatever hit points you're at to save your death saves. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. At which point it will presumably revert back, but that will take a few rounds. So just get bitten by a goat and get out of there. Also, Matthew Mercer's voice has confirmed me. It is Rothe. Oh, is it? Is this, he yeah. pronounced it on still D &D sounds Beyond? bad to That's me. That's how it's I pronounced on D and D Beyond. Rothe. It doesn't matter. I'm still calling them Roth until I, the day. I they like die. to think that they, I like to think that they were named by a very drunk gay guy with a lisp. I feel like it, again, <laughs> it just sounds rose. so much like rosé, which rose. I associate with wine, <laughs> that it so, sounds silly to me. The 
Roth slash Rothe. <laughs> Desperately trying to figure out how its new physiology works, flails at Warlock and misses. Let's be fair to Mercer, though. He's, he actually pronounces it Rothe. He puts a lot of emphasis on that first syllable. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us back to Korashana. You've been left on a boat by yourself. I have been left <laughs> on a boat by myself. Now you don't need a bigger um, boat. The size of the boat has not changed. But now you have all this space. <laughs> that was not the for crux activities. Of their argument. <laughs> this is where this is where Cora just says fuck it and like summon greater demons to fight it out and then fuck it all fuck up all the problem or fuck up everybody's plans and no i'm not gonna do that um i would be scared of it just being there i Corey is momentarily confused and does not know what to do therefore i bypass my turn okay because i can't i I'm sorry. No, no, it, no. It, narratively, it's amazing. It's just, like, like they're like, kill, 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 and all of a sudden, um, and he, they can't even row away because they have tiny, tiny muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Try. You could maybe like go in a circle. All right. So, Korashan is waiting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I will hold. A, uh, I will hold a psionic blast for no, because that'll hit everybody. Um, I will hold a mind spike for if the if the Rothe becomes a two-headed crocodile again. Okay, fair, very fair. Uh, Warlock, you feel something grab your foot. Cool. And start dragging you back toward your boat. Cool. You notice that Rorik is nowhere to be seen, and it appears that he has swum underneath the Rothe and is now dragging you back to your boat. Cool. <laughs> uh, Diamond, it's your turn. <clears throat> so Rorik is taking Warlock safely to the boat and the Rothe is drowning. The is Rothe that... is flailing legs and managing to, but doesn't seem to have gotten itself figured out yet. It is not drowning, however. Okay, but it is definitely not figured its life out. Okie dokie. Uh, Diamond is going to uh, assist Rorik in getting Warlock back on the boat. All right, give me an athletics check with advantage, then. Whee. You ever seen you ever seen a musk oxen try to swim? No, you haven't because they're they live landlocked. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Seven. So, warlock, you find yourself rather unceremoniously hoisted up and flopped into your boat. <laughs> cool. So that's where you're starting your turn. What you doing? So, question. 
Uh-huh. How does liquid physics work with mystical teleporting gates? As in it, what would happen if you put an arcane gate underwater? Yeah. And another one and the other end not Above underwater? Water. Yes. Make an arcana check. What are you trying to have happen? I am trying to see if I can send the Rothe 500 feet away <laughs> in a different direction. Ah, so that's not how arcane gate works. You can't use it to forcibly well, transport. Well, that's why I was because because like if I put the gate under the water with the exit with the entrance on this side would the water flow through the gate and thus would the water flowing through the gate carry the rothe through the gate um does have to be because a you don't know you it has not going through a gate has nothing to do with being willing it just has to do with yeah, physically you're, going you're trying the you're gate. trying to physically you're trying to make a water draining current basically yes i'm trying to flush the rothe i'm, I'm trying the... to flush the rothe through a gate <laughs> All right, I'll let you try this. this and this I got a 21 on my Arcana check to see if it would work. All right. I'll tell you what. Higher, with a 21, you at least have a chance of this working. High or low? Um, you've been rolling really high, so I'm going to say low. <laughs> because it's going to flop back if I say high. Oh, okay. Um... So, you create the gate close to the Rothe, but completely submerged, and you create the other end several feet in the air, facing down. 500 feet away. Or as far but, away and, as I can you, yeah. And you're going for distance away, not distance up. Yeah, right? I was going right, to say, right. I like the idea that it appears like 500 feet directly <laughs> above the boat. <laughs> like, if I could, No, no, no. No, no. Like, away. Not, not, I'm not trying to drop it a long distance. I'm trying to put it on an island I right. can see, but far away right. from us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you imagine you're, you're going you're going for lateral distance, not correct. vertical distance. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's, it's a it... it's a few feet above, so that you know the water actually drains through it, and it's not equal pressure on both sides. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. Just make a portal chain with a with a set of arcane gates, so you just fall from one gate out of one into the gate again, continually Forever. gaining momentum. <laughs> and then on one at one point, use your action to flip one of them the other way and just bam! Rocket, just rocket yourself away, <laughs> <laughs> or rocket an enemy away. Yep. <laughs> Shoot them I've been falling for the last thirty minutes, <laughs> um, and all of you watch as there's a gurgling sound, and the Rothe just and then re-emerges 500 feet away and just bloosh down into the water or onto the land, wherever. Onto the but land. Not at, but not at <laughs> enough height to where it would cause much in the way of falling damage. And then the gate it suffers 1d6 in falling damage. And that then... is five points. A Rothe has more hit points than that. And then the uh, gate closes. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> At this point, I think we can safely say we're out of initiative. <laughs> well done. Clever solutions, everybody. So. My girlfriend is so smart. 
so proud. See, I couldn't, I, I couldn't do that while it was a crocodile because crocodiles know how to swim. But the Roth, on the other hand, <laughs> yeah, no, the the Rothe was not going to have enough enough athleticism to avoid getting sucked through the world's biggest toilet. <laughs> <laughs> So, just flush your problems away, uh, everyone. With a little bit of effort, everybody is on one of the two rowboats that you guys had borrowed from the Elishard's Revenge. Cole, you show up. Yeah, I land on one of the boats. <laughs> and then Jinx pops up next to, uh, next to him and says, so what happened? What was what are we doing here? <laughs> I pointed the there two. There was a two-headed. No, I, I pointed the two dead crocodiles that are probably floating that are just sort water. of floating. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. There were three crocodiles that attacked me, and then a bigger two-headed one. I wasn't in a robot voice. That's because he's not in robot form right now. Oh yeah. Right now he's oh I forgot. Right now Warlock is a it looks like a Goliath with an open coat and tribal tattoos. (laughs) Ender stone cut lips. You can definitely tell him down that we're not in any danger. Diamond is definitely like given trying super hard. It's it's not even like giving Janderlock a little side eye. It's it's not even like a like a not like yeah she's. Just it's like she's curious. Like this is it's like seeing a celebrity for the first time. You're just kind of like you're much bigger than you were on the front of the cup. Hmm. Also, his shirt's wet now, so you got that. Yeah, you're you're catching you're catching some sheen. Yeah, there's in like the, in the last dying rays of sunlight. I don't know if Diamond's necessarily like attracted. Just more like she can't not look. <laughs> there. Hard to look away. Uh, then Cole just flew yeah. over to. Uh, I mean, Warlock. Diamond and Roar- Diamond and Rorik are also like sopping wet because they were also in the water. <laughs> yeah, but Rorik only wears pants all the time anyway, so you know. Yeah. All right. So, what's everybody's plans at this point now that the threat has been neutralized? All right. Hey, everybody. So, me and Korshana, uh, with some help of some very fine fen folk whose names Diamond will say now because Nikki forgot to write them down. Um, How could you? I know, I'm the worst. Um, showed us where this like briar patch is that none of the locals go to. And I feel like that is where this artifact is. It ma- doesn't match up with one of the ones that I pointed out? Oh, no, it does. Yeah, okay. So that's yeah. probably a good probably yeah, a good place to like look. the second of the ones that you had spotted. Mm-hmm. And Zoe also did a flyover to confirm, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, I was trying to save that portal for getting us into it, because these all seem like they're pretty difficult to get into. Um, well... We want to wait for Aurelian Woden to return anyway. We yeah. agreed that we wouldn't be going in without the full team. Yeah, so we'll take Is it so dangerous to wait for tomorrow? Probably not. These things look like they're pretty well overgrown and protected. I imagine there's probably some more like those, I say, indicating to the crocodiles inside the inside there, probably making it a nest. Said without a whiff of 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 uh, <laughs> of of tone. Is your core? 
That th- th- that is oddly out of character for us. Patience. Patience. Planning. I like having every advantage. What can I say? I don't know what you're talking about, Korshana. We were going to wait. We didn't. Technically, I didn't break my promise. We didn't go in there. We were absolutely going to wait. I'm just saying (laughs) that is not par for the course for us. No. Uh, It's true. Would it be more reassuring if I reminded you of how much I'm going to be a queen one day? Oh, there yeah. we go. I am. I, I have not woken up in an alternate reality where that is acceptable. Thank you. I, <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> was there a the uh, Cora and Diamond? Was there a like a dock or anything that we could like sort of tie a post up at and wait for the revenge? Was there Jack? <clears throat> Um, if you wanted to try and go find one, you might find. I didn't know if there was one. Did we have a place that we were going to rendezvous with Woden and Aurelia once they were done? No, I think the implication was Warlock has a magic book. We'll figure it out. Huh. Can you reach either of them? Yes. Could you let them know that we have located the place and would like to get back on the much larger boat? Out yes. of the crocodile water? Yes, I was just oh. hoping for a place where we could wait for them while they arrived. We have to be careful. There are other groups around here, kind of like the Fen folk, that might not uh, be so kind to outsiders. I think I think is what the one guy warned us about, or at least he was warning about, like. We don't Other want to... factions of Fentok, maybe. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, he had mentioned, like, you know, we have to be careful going into certain areas because, you know, that's not proper mm. etiquette. Etiquette. Thank you. No, uh, basically, uh, Jack. Was there well, like I, I? I may have just misunderstood. They went to like a bar, didn't they? They went to a very small cluster of like four shacks on stilts. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Let's just trace the what wrote about Warlock took in back out. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to know whether or not you're aware of any bars in the fens where you might be able to tie up, go ahead and give me a history check. Sure. It's a pretty high DC for this one because none of you are. 18. I think this is the first time I've rolled above a 10 on a history check with this character, and it's really important to me. Also 18. I don't make a whole lot of deliveries to the Fens, so... You don't, actually. Cora, you can make this as well if you want, or if you don't care, you don't have to care. Sure. I, wh- why not? Because anywhere where I have to rent a boat cuts into my meager little profits. <laughs> well, then. Okay. All right. So all of you are scouring your your brains to try and come up with with an idea. And then Cora, you remember that there's supposedly a place here called the Magus. Okay. Okay. 
and you're pretty sure you can see it from the uh, the shoreline if you're looking into the fens um, from Hallow Doors. Okay. So just a little ways down from the Great Press. So you guys would probably need to row maybe 20, 30 minutes or so eastward, and you'd probably be able to get an eyeball on it. Okay. If we turn east, go away. There, we, we, we can find a place. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather us wait at a place for them than just in the midst of the fens in case mm-hmm. more alligators decide they're interested. Works for me. We could also presumably go to a bar in Cryptward or Hallowdoors, but we can go to a bar in the fens. All right. Let's head. But that yeah, way. as far, as as best you can tell, Korishana, that is the Magus is probably the closest place that you're reasonably certain is real to your actual point of yeah. of investigation in terms of a rendezvous point. Still haven't succeeded in a history check with this character. <laughs> Just Jesus well. Christ. <laughs> Sorry, the DC on that one was 20. No, I, I gather. You were real close. You were real close. it's funny that even my 18 was a failure. It's very... <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> So uh, as we head that way, I will shoot a message off to Woten. Um, found likely location of uh, antiquity. Heading to location titled Magus in the fens nearby to wait. Woten, you can go ahead and give me a history check. Mm-hmm. Right. Given your background, the DC is slightly lower on this one. Mm-hmm. History. Not with a nine, I don't. You do not remember any place called Magus. Hmm. Well, I, I fortunately, my first mate slash significant other lived in the fence for a lot longer than I did. So I look over mm-hmm. my shoulder at Thalia. Uh, Thalia, you don't remember an establishment in the fence by the name of the Magus? Let's see if Thalia knows. She goes, oh shit, not there. But it doesn't matter because Wotan can't send a message back except for the one that he gets right now. (laughs) Where'd her character sheet go? Ah, there we are. In the folder. I mean, hopefully if Warlock doesn't get back a confirmation, he'll send directions. Yeah. I love, yeah. Wait, it's on the perfect. it's on the east side. Might be a little dicey getting the revenge in there. It's a little <laughs> bit of a narrow uh, narrow approach, but uh, I think there's still enough robots attached. They only took half of them. Hmm. We'll get as close as we can. I think I know of a decent cove where you could drop anchor, and uh, then we'll go. I assume meet the rest of them. That seems like the plan. Um, Fair play to him, then. I'm going to send another message to Woten. Since he hasn't responded yet. (laughs) Uh, Here are directions. One with the the location, uh, and two... So I'm actually sending two more messages. One with the location, and then a separate message. uh, Io will be watching out for the ship. 
We're on our way. We'll find a place to drop anchor and come meet you. We'll find a place to park and we'll meet you at the door. Your best estimate, Wotan, is that you're probably currently two or three hours out. You guys are just now coming through uh, Stormways. We're a couple of hours out of the way. I will relay that information to the rest of the group. Okay. So you guys head toward the Magus. It's a pretty convoluted approach, uh, but you keep an eye on the slowly setting sun and are able to maintain your directionality with that. Um, You come out a little further south than you anticipated and have to turn and head back up north to where Cora remembers being able to see the uh, the corkscrew of smoke that indicates where it is hidden in the fens. And as the the evening begins to darken a bit, you see a little glow of firelight deeper into this overgrown maze of islands uh, that makes up the river delta before the the north branch of the reedy plummets over the cliffs into outer space, more or less. But giving you a visual location and a vector by which to approach. There's one or two wrong turns that you make, um, but after about 45 minutes or so, you begin to hear strains of music. And then coming around this final bend, there's a slight opening, probably two acres or so in size of just a standing pool. And a couple long but narrow wharfs that jut out. And there's a number of of rowing vessels and some small sail uh, sailing boats that are that are moored here. And the building itself is made of primarily wattle and daub with a number of windows with colored curtains and you can see fire and lamplight flickering on the interior. Music is coming out uh, into the the docking area and pouring out over the, the little lagoon. And you seem to have arrived at the Magus. There's a little sign hung over the door with a, a, a wand with a star on the end. Seems to be made out of hammered brass. Does this What's the plan? Does this establishment look like a bar? Like an inn? Like what does it look Looks like? Looks more like a bar than an inn. Bar? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, like well, a CD bar. Fairly. I mean, it's the fence, so. That's not nice. Some of them could be quite lovely. This one will not be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, there'll be a few hours before they can get up here. I've got Io keeping an eye out. Do I just go in and rest for a bit? Get a couple drinks? Yes, that sounds great. Sounds acceptable. Meet more of the fabulous locals that are so nice and kind. I'll I'll lead the way inside. I'm a large, imposing Goliath at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that was that wasn't out loud. That was that was out of character. Oh, 
I will lead the way inside. I am a large, imposing Goliath at the moment. Okay. So you step inside. There's a pair of double doors. What's Cole doing? Uh, he's just going to leave uh, Edgar and... Uh, He's going to leave Edgar outside and then uh, have uh, Jinx in the pocket dimension. Edgar and okay. Io just glare at one another. <laughs> like, I'm fight. Out. No, I'm look out. <laughs> I'll look out better than you will. <laughs> Io has no such uh, competitiveness. Hey. Edgar might. Mm. Io doesn't care. <laughs> Only a All right. <clears throat> As you approach, you can hear stringed instruments on the interior. It sounds like a lute and a fiddle playing in concert. One at various points in whatever melody, uh, one will take over and the other drop into a to a more uh, harmonious role. And then, but they're they're switching back and forth. It seems. The warlock, you push the door open. I assume, like with your staff or something. Yeah step inside and there's a squeak from the fiddle and the of a string breaking on the lute and this very awkward dead silence falls over the entire place as all these heads turn to look at you a couple couple steins just sort of onto tabletops and everybody's just staring Hearing the shift in volume, still very much outside, so it's gonna turn invisible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna do the slow glance around, just taking in the scene. Are you blocking the door? <laughs> he's he's a very large Goliath at this point. He kind of is. Did you did you stop or did you keep walking? No, I keep walking, and I'm gonna okay. walk to the walk to whatever presents itself as a bar. All right, there's okay. a, there's a part of Nikki that gets very frustrated when people stop in an open doorway <laughs> to look, and it's like, for the f- love of fuck, keep moving. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I just suddenly had Agreed. like a very visceral like reaction to the idea of this giant Goliath just standing in the middle of the doorway, m- looking around the bar like motherfucker, move. <laughs> looking for where you know, the bar like is. a Skyrim NPC. <laughs> yeah. Yep, make yep, me, make yep. me an insight check there, Warlock. God, damn it, Lydia. You just food out her out of the way. She's fine. You can there's there are actually three bars. One directly across from you and one to each end of the building as well. Does does one have a the, Oh sorry, go ahead. The, the majority of the bar back is just various jugs and bottles, very few of which are marked with anything written. Um, and it's just there is you can see the musicians clustered over towards sort of the left hand corner. Um, the place is pretty well packed. You'd say that it are probably about 80, 85 percent capacity right now, which means there are about. 50 to 60 people beings in here. And that's just the patrons. Yeah. A lot of people. Um, that's a lot of people. Are so there... we're about to take this far very close to overcapacity, my rough math tells me. I mean, Warlock takes it up by two by himself, so. Um, is there, uh, by one of the bars, is there a table or at least a place to sit that is clearer than the rest? Clearer how? Like just emptier, you mean? Yeah, like like there's room for us, basically. 
There are one or two unoccupied tables. All right. I'm going to head to the bar that is closest to whichever one has the most room. All right. Rorik and Diamond are following you. Zoe's invisible. What is, uh, what is Cora's reaction to all of this? Just sort of keeping behind a little bit, like moving, moving when the group moves, but, but keeping behind mostly just being observant of mm-hmm. everything and anything. Okay. So, Mask of Many Faces. Or wait, do you have Disguise Self? Which one is it? Mask of Many Faces, which is Disguise Self at will. Okay. <clears throat> Doesn't do much for sound. <laughs> nope. So, it's very, not that any of your characters would have reference for this, it's very reminiscent as the metallic individual clumps across the floor. Part metal, part leather. <laughs> yes. It's very reminiscent of that with with the squeak of the leather and the occasional chink or clank of metal. It's very much that sort of spaghetti western moment of the bar is silent and I mean Warlock's only missing the spurs at this point, basically. Which we can we can make those. <laughs> Which you could make those. Yeah, I was thinking it was gonna really be more of a mm-hmm. more of either a, a, a Terminator thing of the mm-hmm. chunk, kunk, or like a Wolverine thing. Right. Uh, <laughs> normal seeming per okay, tall, but still seeming person. <laughs> He's but- five three. God damn it! I'm talking. That's eye level with uh, me. Warlock's tall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Warlock. Yeah. Um, okay. Also, Hugh Jackman is like six foot tall. Yeah, which so, is ridiculous. Depending on whether great, you're talking about the the film version or the comics version, anyways. Right. Um, but but like of the like normal person walking, and then somebody bumps into him, and you're wondering why they didn't fly the other direction. Mm-hmm. Yep. But so warlock chunk with his staff up to the bar, and just eyes watching everybody. <laughs> Uh, there's a human male <laughs> probably in his early 40s you would guess a little bit grizzled and scruffy around the jaw narrow shoulders but very muscular physique <coughs> who's wiping down the, the counter He's the only person in the bar that hasn't looked up to see what's going on until you get up and then the eyes raise and you can see that one of them's clouded over. But that one good eye looks directly at you. Something I can help you with, son? Um, the Warlock's first time in a bar. Mm-hmm. And he recently <laughs> learned that he has taste buds. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! So he wants a drink. Um, he have an alcohol tolerance. I don't know. <laughs> Neither does he. Trying to find out. This is how Bender was created. So, uh, <laughs> just sort of look up behind him at the thing. Uh, does there seem so? Uh, just do a, a quick glance at the bar back. Does there seem to be? 
like and you said nothing was really labeled and most of it was like jugs not and really no and stuff. Mm-hmm. most of it's in like ceramic jug kind of moonshine-esque looking containers Can give I... me a perception check yeah i'm trying to ascertain what would be a thing to order because <laughs> i want to drink 17 17 there is a single glass bottle Green glass, pretty dark, and you can see an even darker substance in it. I will point at that glass bottle, and I'll say, bottle of that. Welcome to- A bottle of that. Yeah. Well- (laughs) Oh my god. Everybody who has ever entered a bar for the first time, I'll have- that one time I accidentally asked a bartender because my friend thought it was funny it's for a wine bomb those don't exist and I'm so surprised the bartender didn't immediately ask to see my ID the the (sighs) cloth goes into the apron string and that index finger just kind of taps the bar a couple times alright grabs the bottle down I would imagine a, a wine bomb is just a Jaeger bomb with wine instead of Jaeger. I mean, it's a full glass of wine and you chug it. <laughs> and holds out and holds out his hand. Can I estimate the value of that bottle? You have no fucking idea. Cool. I'm going to overspend. As far as you know, it could be varnish. I'm going to overspend then. Oh, okay. my God. Uh, for the record, uh, I'm still invisible and outside because Zoe right. wants no part in this. Zoe wants to not be remembered as a part of this. Okay. Uh, um, uh, 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 could I get, could I do an insight check to see how much I might want to spend? Like how much this guy might be expecting? Go ahead and give me an insight check. <laughs> Natural 20. You're considering the coinage that the great press printed you with. (laughs) (laughs) Probably want to go, probably want to avoid the the coppers and the silver. I'll pull at his hand. And just ever so slightly, you can see a faint flex of each finger in turn. Which I'm assuming means five. Does he have five fingers? Mean that yes, he does. Mean yes, he does. I will put five gold into his paw. Which is probably vastly overpaying, but... I don't want to die here. Like, like, I'm just trying to give you a visual representation of what that looks like. Yeah. Yep. He looks at the five. And then leans closer to you. <laughs> like he's trying to whisper something. I will lean in. <laughs> we'll save us all a lot of trouble, so I'm going to pretend I'm whispering something to you. And he hands over the bottle. <laughs> I just sort of nod. And t- well, these folks are buying around for the house. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately the music starts back up and everybody's like, hey, just kind of thumps on the tables a little uh, bit. 
and the atmosphere uh, kind of reasserts itself. Oh, fuck. My heart. <laughs> I will take the bottle and walk to an empty table. <laughs> a couple people like give you a slap on the back as you pass by, raise, raise a stein or a glass or whatever they happen to have. A couple of them seem to be drinking out of turtle shells. Um, that, yeah. Yeah. But you seem to have garnered yourself some goodwill with the local population. <laughs> Sit down. And you guys table. have a table. Boom. Pull out the thing. Look at the rest of everybody. Does anybody have a cup? How fast can we smell it once that thing is popped open? Yeah. <laughs> Give me perception checks, everybody who's at the table. Okay. Oh, and 19. 20, 21. I don't even have... I don't even have... There's the... There's the, the appropriate tab. Um, I don't know why that was on advantage, but eight. So the bottle is tilted more towards Cole and Diamond's direction than anybody else's as the corp comes out. Yeah. There's not an immediate perceptible odor of any sort, but your eyes start to sting a little bit. Mm. Ah, Stoli. <laughs> Gila. So yeah, there's Same that. Version. It okay. smells like almonds. <laughs> oh no. It does not. <laughs> it does not smell like almonds. So, yeah. Uh, Diamond just kind of looks within at a moment or two of you guys sitting down or at least clustering around a table. A serving uh, staffer comes by and puts out glasses for everybody. Oh, thank God. <laughs> that's going to have to just take swigs from the bottle. <laughs> I will. I will pour a glass for anyone who wants one, and I am definitely taking a drink. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond will take a drink. Cole? Mm -hmm. Cole will take a glass, but he'll wait <laughs> before he tries it. <laughs> All right. Warlock and Diamond, constitution saves, both of you. Okay. Is Rorik taking a drink, too? Oh, Rorik's definitely taking one. Yeah. All right. 19. 23. I'm constituted. Warlock, you throw this thing back. Mm -hmm. And there's a faint shimmer in the air <laughs> that you've never seen before. Uh-oh. Oh, hang on a second. Diamond, Diamond, this stuff burns. Oh. Uh, question, do I technically get advantage on the saving throw? Because I have advantage on saving throws against being poisoned and having and have resistant to Oh, okay, damage, then yes. Like yes, you do. Mm -hmm. All right, let me roll one more time. 20. So. 20. One higher. Still a little bit of a shimmer. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Diamond, as this stuff burns its way down to your stomach and hits a little bit like that bomb that Aurelia made and threw at the bottom of a bridge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But then it kind of <clears throat> settles into a weirdly cool feeling. Mm-hmm. And you start to get these aftertastes of mint and raspberry. Mm-hmm. 
that build mm -hmm. and build. And there's this icy kind of feeling in the middle of your mouth for about 30 seconds that also then starts to dissipate a little bit. And there's just this tiny little cold spot in your stomach. Oh, hold on one sec. Hold on. <laughs> Diamond, Diamond definitely like feels your stomach. She's like, oh, it's so cold. Hey, Cole, feel this. And she grabs Cole's hand and puts it on her stomach. Like, does it feel colder to you? Does it? <laughs> feels, feels normal. <laughs> I, I take a sniff of my drink. You're, you okay? Your abs are rock solid, babe, but yeah. I'm not feeling anything else. Yeah. No, ch no changing temperature as awesome as ever. <laughs> Rorik just slams his Jesus back, drops Christ. the glass back down, shoves it over towards Warlock, and is like, hmm, give more. me another one. I will pour out more <laughs> drinks. This is how I intend to spend my short rest. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Right. Cole, do you drink yours? Yeah, I'll take a few sips, but I'm not going to chug it. Okay. Wisdom save. Or, I mean, uh, constitution, constitution save. save. All right. Yep. yep. Oh, I am so, I have such a high tolerance, 16. <laughs> <laughs> so you too, you just, heat, you take a, a, a brief sip and followed by a slightly bigger one. And yeah, there's not an initial amount of flavor until it hits the back of your throat and it burns all the way down and then just sort of poof, almost in your stomach, like, like, like a snowball. I like that. There's that cold feel after that little explosion. And then you too start getting those aftertastes of mint and raspberry that build and build and build. And the, the inside of your mouth feels like somebody just shoved an ice cube in there for about 30 seconds. And then it kind of cools out. Congratulations. You have found the most disgusting alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look at Diamond and I go, I, I see yeah. why you asked. And then Diamond touches his stomach. Like, is your stomach cold? <laughs> his stomach is icy cold. Whoa. <laughs> he didn't feel it on you because you're made of rock. <laughs> I like that because Fair. Warlock is a warforged, she's only getting like half the experience. <laughs> <laughs> but Cole, is just your vision is swimming a little bit at this yeah. point. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely chill out once I'm like, hey. You will chill out. Yeah, yeah. Unintentional pun. Zoe, what are you up to? Being outside you know, and invisible. For the first four minutes, I'm invisible, and I'm still just gonna stay out there. Um, okay. So I'll go from being invisible to being a lurker with a decently high stealth skill. Okay. Are you going to try and get inside and join the rest of the compact nope, or you stay Nope. I, I don't want to. <laughs> they have made a scene and I want as few people to ever be able to identify me as possible. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead Fair. and give me a stealth roll then since you're lurking on the exterior. I don't get the armor bonus anymore because I don't wear armor anymore. 22. Still 22. real good. All right. Yep. Mm-hmm. How how far is our seat from the outside? You guys are pretty close to the bar that was opposite the front door. More than and 30 as best feet. you can. Mm, 
you're probably about 40, 40, 45 feet in the front door. Yeah. And also, admittedly, I'm outside past a closed door from the people inside the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not Mm -hmm. necessarily visible to them. Kurt is just watching this whole thing at the table like Mm -hmm. an ornithologist watches bird behavior. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and you've I'm constructed waiting. a small reed shelter around yourself and you have binox <laughs> and a little notebook. I don't need to. The, if, I'm waiting for Thalia to come intervene, to be perfectly honest, because that seems to be what Woden's girlfriend maybe does. Mm-hmm. The blind seems to have constructed itself. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Drinking will do that. However long of a short rest we get. Yep. I mean, you got a couple of hours before we get there. Yeah. 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 Everybody can have a short rest in this period. So if you need to spend any hit dice, regain your spell slots, that sort of thing. I do need to spend. Uh, some hit dice. Seems to be mostly a, a venue of music and conversation and drinking. There's a very little bit of food going around. Most of it's unidentifiable. Diamond will still probably ask for food, <laughs> seeing Cole just kind of like listing slightly. <laughs> like, oh, you should eat. <laughs> yeah, if anything smells particularly good, he'll stare at whatever plate goes by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's a fairly matronly half-work that seems to be doing most of the food waiting. She yeah. comes out of the kitchen with uh, little platters, gives one to one table, one to another and just kind of comes back and forth. The smells vary. Um, Some of it seems to be pretty heavily spiced and seasoned. Some of it seems to be just something cold. There's a little, the only thing you you can identify without question, Cole, is at one point there's a table that gets like a small wedge of cheese along with whatever the fuck that other stuff was. But that's about it. Like some of it, you're pretty sure is meat. You have no idea what kind. Yeah, gator. <laughs> so, do you stop somebody to get an order in at any point? Or yeah, definitely. Uh, it, uh, cheese and meat. <laughs> meat and cheese. <laughs> All right. Well, we got we got ourselves a number of meats and hair. You looking you looking for anything particular? We got ourselves the the raison d'etre. We got ourselves the, the 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 rungo. We got ourselves the 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 dag nipple whip back. We got our what is that? The, uh, oh, dag nipple whip back! You never had dag nipple whip back. I have never had dag nipple whip back. Son, you have come to the right place tonight. I know oh, this. Dear. I know this Waffle House server. <laughs> Now that you've said that, I also know this person. John and I have been to this Waffle House many she, times. She has a neck tattoo. She's got one gold tooth. The cook has at least several face tattoos. That's not. That's how you know the food slaps. <laughs> Cigarette in the corner of his oh, ear. We talking? We talking? Whip back for the table, or just for you, son? I look around. I'll I'm take feeling some. adventurous. For the table. Aura, you're the only one who... Has, oh, okay, for the table. All right. 
she bustles her, herself back into the kitchen and about 15 minutes later comes out. If Cora doesn't eat any, I'm sure Cole will eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks genuine. Uh, with, 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 a, with a concoction that is... The, the main thing on it is a large number of open shellfish. Uh, oh, some it. sort of bivalve. Um, but the meat inside seems to have been heavily diced, seasoned, and processed with some other things as well. Um, and then there are each each serving, of which, let's see, there's four of you at the table, of which there are 12. Oh, no, five of you at the table, of which there are 15. Um, has a, a single fish eye looking out of it. Did you just describe seafood turducken? Oh, not exactly. Because oh. <laughs> it's all chopped up and diced together. It's not so it's one tartar. inside the other. Not one, it's yeah, it's not one stuffed inside yeah, the it's, other. It's right. a tartare. Like, generously, it's reconstructed sushi. Oh. It's, like a, it's like a fish salad. A, 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 a seafood a seafood yeah, like salad. seafood is all absolutely not a thing I eat, but you know. Yep. There's a dipping oh. sauce in the middle, and whatever substance is in the uh, the half shells seems to have been steamed. It is hot. Oh, oh, I cold digs oh, right in. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. Diamond, diamond. Well, well, I could make Jeremy suffer with that, with that descriptor. <laughs> Seafood turducken. Try it. He takes a nice whiff and he goes, oh my no, God. This absolutely sounds like something you could order in New Orleans. It does. It absolutely does. Like, that's not a negative. Yeah. It's yeah. A, just a true statement. Just... There is not enough brain bleach in the world to get seafood turducken out of my head. I kind of want to try a seafood turducken. That's the most the foul fact I thing I can possibly means that I don't understand why that would be gross. Super, super gross. Like, I like seafood, but that is super, super gross. You take a, you take a, oh my you take God. a big bass... And you shove a salmon no. inside. Okay, again, then we're not going further down. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, cold digs right in. Same. Okay. Warlock does Actually, too. fish and fish and fish would probably not necessarily be the worst thing in the world. Right. I'm mm -hmm. thinking other types of seafood stuffed all in mixed other together. types yes. of seafood. I, like, my, my mind goes to fish, 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 or like a couple, three, like three different types of like shellfish. I found a recipe. Oh. Okay. Fish, fish, <laughs> lobster. <laughs> I would think several Wait, times. Wait, Mara, did you search seafood turducken or did you search dag nipple whipback? Because I'm pretty sure that second one's made up. <laughs> no, seafood turducken. There are several okay, different okay. recipes. Oh, anyways, we anyways, at least three of us eat, <laughs> or at least four of us eat. So Jurassic as the dag nipple whipback is is served, can. doesn't mean you should. Um, <laughs> In and of itself, it's fairly pungently savory spiced. If any of you try the sauce, um, and the, the the server will be happy to direct you into the proper method of eating it, which is you grab the shell and you use that as a spoon to sort of get a dip of the sauce that just surrounds the meat, and then you slurp the whole thing off like an oyster. Yeah. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the sauce adds a bite of spice to it. Honestly, the only thing that's really hard to get past is the fish eye. Well, I mean, does it look uh, like this? Eat it fast enough, you won't even care. Not for warlock, but it's like a it's like right. a grape. Yep, pops like a grape <laughs> if you chew it. Oh my god, I just realized <laughs> that this is the first thing we've had to eat with warlock specifically, so it's it's now registered as normal restaurant food. <laughs> yeah, warlock's like, oh, this is a new experience. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a it's a board. It's a it's a veritable symphony of sensation, <laughs> Warlock. You've got various textures and flavors, and then the eye bursts, and it's like, Ooh. And Ooh, it's wow. like a secret surprise. <laughs> yes, as it were. Uh, I, lo- I love how we've gone completely off the rails just because I had to make up fake uh, food. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. Foods are the best think part of D and D. Do you not recall Making the up random sci-fi food was the best part of that do, Star Wars? Do you thing. not recall the two and a half episodes you guys spent in a bar in Illinois drinking the variety I mean, of fair. drinks? Or the several episodes <laughs> and we went spent to on, free, on free breadsticks in Star Wars. Yeah. Or, <laughs> there was definitely one of those. In oh Eberron. my god, the breadsticks episode. <laughs> There was definitely a thing we did in Eberron that was similar. Yeah, food food is the best part, but also the longest part of these things. Unless we have to describe really gross things. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Fucking Jesus Christ. But you guys spend some time eating and drinking. Meanwhile, the revenge following, <laughs> following Thalia's direction... Um, and also going off of what information Warlock transmitted before vanishing into the ether, metaphorically speaking. Um, oh, uh, are you guys continuing to drink? Yes. Warlock is. All right. Uh, he's, Cole's more focused on food now. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Warlock, you'll be making me a single constitution save. No advantage on this one. Uh, Diamond, you'll be making yours at disadvantage. <laughs> that checks out. 11. <laughs> Seven. Oh, God. Okay. Seven, 11. I'm getting into some Aurelia territory with my drinking. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, Rorik. <laughs> All right. So Cora and Rorik will be the only sober ones on the inside, at least, when you guys get here. Um but hey. the revenge on the inside, I said. You're still on the outside. Fair enough. Um, but the revenge, you guys find a cove to anchor in. And having heard where you're at, the crew, uh, a couple of the crew decide they want to come along. Um <laughs> Your gunner specifically refuses flat to come along. Why? You have a particular history with the Magus. I do. Boof it. <laughs> I'll have uh-huh. to hear that story at some point. Don't be rude to the bartender. Never. I'm never rude to bartenders. They're the best people in the tavern. Going in there with that sort of perspective will probably serve you fairly well. Did you go in there without that perspective one day? Oh, I was born without that perspective. 
But Thalia and a couple of the crew accompany you two in the boats. A very loopy owl meets them at the door. (laughs) (laughs) And a raven. Because I figure if I'm controlling the owl, it's just as drunk as me. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Give me a... Just roll me straight uh, wisdom for your owl and your raven. My owl is quite wise. 18. I think ravens just have flat. Uh... Io also has um, dark vision up to 120 feet. Uh-huh. Plus yeah. one. Okay, so. D20 plus one. 17. 17, 18. Not too bad, actually. Okay. So you guys row up. Give me perception checks for Aurelia and Woten. 13. 23. Aurelia, what you notice is a clockwork owl that seems to be completely rigid, staring straight ahead. And a raven who's kind of snoozing on its shoulder. <laughs> huh. All right, well, that's them. Woten, you see both of those and a fairly subtly positioned figure lurking in the shadows outside, just the faintest hint of a silhouette. Uh, Kind of... I have any chance to spot them or not yet. Yeah, you can roll a perception as well. Cool. You'd see a big boat. Uh, The boat had to dock further off. You'd see a boat. Yeah, you're you're seeing you're seeing these two rowboats come up, and as they pull up closer, and the the lit building kind of sheds a bit of light, you can definitely see Thalia and Woten in the first one. Yeah, Woten nods at what is almost certainly Zoe. <laughs> Woten knows Zoe quite well. Zoe will nod back, and ah, uh, what the hell, Hex Woden use that to teleport over and drop the hex. Yeah, so Woten, you feel a cold kind of chill settle over you for a minute, and then pff, Zoe's right next to you, and the chill goes away. That's weird magic. All right. <laughs> it is really convenient when people are dying. I can imagine. Are they dying in oh, there? Let's go get them, then. <laughs> no, they're probably dying. drunk after asses, though, if Fen's alcohol is anything like go that. Go rescue them. I don't want to be seen in that mess. You can wait. In, you can wait in the rowboat if you like. I am super excited for for. for the, the thank day, you but... is actually said while looking directly at Thalia. <laughs> I'm because super she has excited proven for the time day and time Jack, again to be able to deal with this shit. That Jack decide figures out a way to use hex as a form of teleport against us. <laughs> It it does have a negative in that if at that moment Woden had needed to make a skill Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting for the... I'm sure that Jack is like, okay, I will design a moment around this. (laughs) Oh, probably. See, the thing is, I also have three other ways of teleporting. Right. Let's head in. So look over. Zoe is doing 
her best we... to become Queen Nightcrawler. So, yep. Yeah, or for those who get the reference, Swords and all. Final Fantasy mm-hmm. 15 teleport spam. Yes. Mm. <laughs> looking, looking over at Talia, shall we make our presence known? Hey, let's. I'm sure we'll be able to pick him out to the crowd. They haven't seen, they haven't seen gender stone cut yet. Moten <laughs> will shove his way into the bar, not trying at all to mask his presence. I've already yeah, I don't think so is in. smart enough to have remembered. Oh yeah, Warlock's the orc right now. Goliath. 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 Yeah. There's there's a slight lull, but Woten, you are much more the sort of outsider that they have seen come through here before. They may have literally seen me come through before. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And Thalia's right next to you. You hear a slight yelp from somebody mm-hmm. as she s- sticks a dagger back into her belt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next time you lose the fingers. Oh, guys! Kind of walking away, shaking his hand a little bit. Woten, Woten looks over. You're lucky she caught you, and not me. Cord just raises a hand. <laughs> Don't get patriarchal, love. It's not oh, a good no. look on you. I'm just saying. She says. She says it with a smile and a wink, though. <laughs> come on, come save Cora Shana from babysitting. Bye, Cora. And- Look over at this group. <laughs> yeah, you guys can pretty easily tell which group it is. Um, it's a little quieter, and the rest of the crowd, not in a not in a judgmental or fearful way, but they are giving their table a little bit of a berth. Wotan heads over to the group. Hey, Wotan. hey, Wotan! Have you ever had <laughs> Dag Nibble Whitback? Yes, I have. You, f- you, forget, you forget that Thalia used to live in the fence for a bit, and I tend to travel here. <gasps> Thalia used to live in the fence. That's awesome. I'm right here, darling. <clears throat> oh, sorry, sorry, I'm like, I you hold, used to live in the fence. I hold Why? most assuredly half the bottle or less out towards Woten. Woten, I was unable to identify this. So I recognize this alcohol. You do not. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Smells like vodka. <clears throat> Can I see it? Uh-huh. Really, really, I really have to grab, be careful. Yeah, I grab the bottle and I take a swig. I've had a long day. <laughs> <laughs> give me a constitution save. <laughs> yep. Join us. Yeah, there's a brief moment where Cora is like... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You pull the bottle away, and there's two of them. <laughs> right. So you uncross your eyes mm-hmm. and set it back down. And there is an explosion of frost in your stomach. Your throat is on fire. And then all of a sudden, everything tastes like raspberry toothpaste. Oh, 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 Still into oh. it. Are, are you... <laughs> What is Good. it with you people trying to make me physically ill? Have none of you guys have never had a fer, um, Fernays? Fernays? That's what that called? No, it's like a licorice. But I have a texture aversion to mint. Ah, I love mint. Yeah. I don't mind mint. 
It's the raspberry. I mind the idea, the very concept of raspberry flavored toothpaste. <laughs> I'm okay don't with this, Jack. Don't need to keep saying that. <laughs> and then... If I suffer, as, as, everyone as it, suffers. No, 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 as, no, no. As the coolness fades, it's just that sort of syrupy fruit kind of flavor that's left over. Good. I take another drink. <laughs> are they, are Can't they, save a disadvantage. Are, they, are so, you feeling cold yet? It's great. I will, uh, well, for a minute, hang on, I gotta do it again. <laughs> I will lean over towards Wotan. Wotan? It's there me. It <laughs> there we go. Took me longer that. A bottle know. hits the table. Oh no! Oh god! Aurelia's fingers let go of it. Yep. And then her Wooten eyes roll back Aurelia. in her head. <laughs> go ahead and make a deck save, Wotan. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I would like to make a medicine check. Saves. Thirteen. And you just barely managed to get an arm under her before she hits the floor. <laughs> All right, set you down, gentle. <laughs> oh, Aurelia, no. you're in a boat, and it's just rocking. Back. Oh, oh no, that's the worst dream. Nope. <laughs> rocking. Don't know if they're that or not. Rocking. All right. Make a, um, make a wisdom save, Aurelia. Okay. <laughs> uh, normal. Here we go. Ten. <laughs> Not That's good. when the tentacles start coming over the gunnels of the Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. So, okay. we need to get everyone back to the boat. Hi, okay. Yes. And probably with as little of a scene I, around the you're, Oh, and Aurelia, you're unconscious right now. Okay. Just FYI. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. cool. Woten, behind you, you hear a... <laughs> I look over my shoulder. This one-eyed bartender. Oh my god! Looking at Aurelia and shaking his head. Do you have and a name for that down drink? The bar. Do you have a name for that one, my friend? Round about these parts, we call it the one in the green bottle. <laughs> <laughs> You never drink the drink that they don't have a name for. You always drink the drink they don't have a name Wait, for. No. The that these idiots have been chucking, chugging absinthe. No, the bottle is green. The substance is kind of a okay. brown, reddish, reddish Sorry. brown. Women in a green bottle sounds like a fantasy version of green fairy, which is a word for no. Absinthe. That's fair. You're, that's you're fair. Absolutely, you're not wrong. Yeah. I know two alcohol facts. <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is an absolute alcohol fact. You are correct. Absolutely. Did they call it the woman in the green bottle or the one in the green bottle? The one in the green bottle. <laughs> oh, okay. The one. I misheard. No, no, it's okay. I was, the, yeah, the way you said it, I was still, like, still works. <laughs> still, still, yeah, like, don't drink the woman in the green bottle. <laughs> so let's try I and mean, get as many of you that are physically capable of walking on their feet and back. To I the can ship. walk fine. You can give me an athletics. <laughs> give me an athletics check at disadvantage. Uh, so, Jack, do I? So, another question about Warforged physiology, at least, or at least Warlock's physiology. Um, <laughs> does my mental impairment affect my f- physical ability to walk in this particular instance? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, what do I need to make? I'm athletics check fine. at disadvantage. I'm solid. As it all. Diamond stands up and pushes her chair back, very independent, and it smashes into the bar and shatters. Okay. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> 
Mine was Warlock, you stand up and then you realize somehow you're still sitting. <laughs> Cole, Cole, you stand up and somehow have managed to slither onto the floor and are looking up at the underside of the table. So I, I look I over. Look over I there are a number of things carved on, on the, the underside of this table that are Why filthy. Zoe didn't want Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to be like. I, I look over at the dwarf and it's like, they're like, I'm physically incapable of carrying any of them. Have fun. Yeah. Can I, um, can I, I look, sneakily I, try to carve my name who, into the bottom and who add to came this? with us? Give me a stealth check at disadvantage. Okay. I look over at Woten. For some 25. reason, my ability to move seems to have been hampered. <laughs> who came you with are, us? You are, you are carving away down there, my dude. Cole was here. <laughs> Diamond in embarrassment goes to the bartender to pay for the chair that she broke. Am I can help you with this? I'm Maybe so, I'm so, furniture I'm damage. I'm so sorry about breaking the chair. Mm. Yeah, no, I uh, um um uh, let's see. All right, come uh, on now. Uh, and Diamond's gonna. Sorry, I thought that was the baby. Um, uh, she will take out uh, five gold pieces and hand it to him. He looks down and very slowly hands you two of them back <laughs> and pockets the rest. All right, looks like y'all have had enough party for one night. You have a fine establishment. You yeah, all are so you're all so accommodating and uh we thank you. Diamond this way. Y'all come I'm back now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have a good night. Of the Does crew anybody look like they're not coming? Oh no, Diamond's coming. She's just being overly nice. No, I nice. know. I'm saying does anybody <laughs> look like they are not coming? Warlock's trying. Kedwarrell is currently grabbing a a drink at the bar and looks like he's like, oh shit, they're like in and out and is trying desperately to finish it off before going to catch up. (laughs) Masilda has just vanished into the crowd somewhere. And Sabrine is waiting for her drink and just kind of glowering at anybody that looks even remotely in her direction. All right. Uh, so Wotan looks over the group. Uh... Kedwell whips around. Come on, Captain. We just got here. Hmm. Yeah, we got to... Fine. Five minutes, but when, when, when you've got your drinks down, Kedwell, you're taking Cole. Uh, Sabrine, Simon's already trying to grab Cole from underneath the table. <laughs> the, Sabrine, you're taking Warlock. Does uh, anyone else look like they won't be able to walk? Um, Diamond looks like she can walk, but she might not be able to tell where the door is and might just try and he go through one of these daubed walls. Yeah, I know. I, or, I'm already calculating that one. Yeah. Uh, and... <laughs> and um, uh, Thalia and I will handle Aurelia when it's time to go. Rorik just kind of pats Diamond on the shoulder and gives you a thumbs up. Mm. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. Everyone get your drinks down. Uh, I, I call out to the crowd. Masilda, see you back on the ship. 
you, you see a hand wave from a corner that you're not sure how she had time to, in the space of time that you've been in here, get from here to there. And you're 90% sure there's a card game going on over there that yeah. she somehow already got herself dealt into. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a little thumbs up. <laughs> Gnomish size. So I, I give them five minutes to get the drinks. Sit down okay. for a minute. Kedrola has apparently just grabbed three bottles mm -hmm. and is finding various pockets in his tool belt to stash them into. Very smart. Right, Cap. Okay, I think we're good. She'll either come back broke or with a whole bunch of people that want their money back. So FYI. Um, oh. Let's leave him on a good note then. Uh, and he will sort of immediately, there's three bags of five gold each. And he says, all right, everyone, enjoy your drinks. And he tosses one bag to each of the three bars. Okay. <laughs> there is a roaring cheer at that. <laughs> We're the official uh, warlock by compact this point, everybody the but Masilda is <laughs> Of the Vegas, anyway. Um, <laughs> This is very familiar. And everybody seems to have uh, have gotten collected, except for Muriel, who is still <clears throat> neck deep in a card game and it shows no sign of rejoining you guys currently, at least. Collecting look, all the drunk people. I look back at look back at at, at Wotan and and mentally, do we need them, Masilda? Yes. W She's a good rigging monkey. We'll get everyone stored up on the ship and she'll be back tonight. Get these Aurelia's not going anywhere for a while, so we'll we'll rest You're not wrong. in the fens. So we don't so we don't need her now is we what don't need her right now, no. Okay, very well. Darn it, I was gonna try out I was gonna try out my unique use of a combat spell. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's compulsion. Which is normally a combat spell, but all it technically says is you can designate a direction and they have to move their their full direction that turn. So it would be a matter of like geometrically moving them <laughs> bit by bit to the ship. <laughs> uh, up, left, down, left, up, left, right. Damn it, get out of the corner. <laughs> But That's you guys fine. managed to get everybody you want on to. At some point. Mm -hmm. You managed to get everybody you want to back to the Elishard's Revenge. <laughs> um, once we get back to the ship proper, uh -huh. I am ensuring that Aurelia, who I assume is still unconscious, gets dumped yep. in her room with her sister. Yes. And I'm going to volunteer to be the one to take her there. Don't mess with Aurelia in her sleep again. I'm just, she brought someone on board who isn't doing any other job. Her sister's job can be, for now, dealing with her. That's fine. Keep yourself civil, please. If I Zoe. wanted to be uncivil, Zoe. I have, have tools for that. You know Zoe. what I mean. Zoe. Yes, yes. Zoe. Hey Zoe. Hey, hey Zoe. Hey, hey Tana. Hi. I'm I'm so chill right now. Your eyes are really pretty. 
Have I told you how pretty your eyes are? I'll be Why are there two of you? <laughs> I'm gonna go put Aurelia to sleep, and then I'll, I'll come I'm back. Shh, go to sleep. Shh, go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go knock on Aurelia's door. It cracks open, and there's an eye. Um, Hello, I'm Zoe. I came the... Oh, damn it, Talia's very faint now. Uh, I, I am, am one of, of the individuals who ensured your state, and this is your sister. Oh. Uh, oh. Holding up. Really, really. So, um, mm, is this um, your sister? <laughs> is this your princess? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, she she opens the door wide enough. Uh, come come on in. Yeah. Um, the Carry her in. Yes. She's just very drunk. But it sounds like you guys have some conversations to have once she's a little less drunk. Mm, yeah, I, I just and then I just we can talk a, about, a little... about what your role on the ship can be. Have a great day. Bye. Leaves. Uh, um, uh, and the door shuts behind you. <laughs> uh, okay. Jack. Question. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, what sort of an effect would tireless have on those, uh, on like the metabolism of those of us that are, that have it cast? None tireless? whatsoever. Okay. Though I'm still under the effects of tireless. Yeah. You, me, and Cole. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just curious if it would like cause our metabolism to cycle so, up yes, all faster. I'm not. going to go take care of my very drunk girlfriend and her boyfriend. <laughs> cool. In polite and ethical ways, but. Yeah. Probably already when passed you, out. When you show up and you ask where Cole is, he is a bird right now. <laughs> Just hopping. And then I'll come out after about five minutes and be like, that was different. And then he'll just sit down. <laughs> Looks at the bird that Cole can assimilate into. So He's Cole turns into a bird. Mm-hmm. Cole turns into a bird. Makes two hops and then just falls over because Sounds you've right. concentrated an adult's amount of alcohol <laughs> into a body the size of a bird. Yep. <laughs> and there's Are just like dead? some the bird down in a corner or something where it will some not faint flapping on the floor before Cole resumes his his shifter form. And yeah, okay. Do not recommend. Yeah, I will encourage the Raven Queen's bird, who, who I believe remains around. Mm-hmm. Probably don't let him do that while drunk. The Raven looks at you and just kind of... I don't know if you understand me. All right. You're such an adult, Zoe. Aurelia. Yes. So the tentacles are just kind of slowly, one by one, plop, plop, over the edges of the boat as it's rocking back and forth. Right. Well. You, you sit up. Yep. And you look down over the edge. Because they're only over a couple inches. They're not like, you know, these big writhing okay. nests okay. or anything. And what you assumed would be water is literally just tentacles. Oh, okay. 
Right. And they're all kind of grabbing onto the edge of the boat and just tipping it back and forth a bit, fairly okay. in unison. Others that are further out are just kind of wriggling around, writhing in and out of each other. You start to slowly hear in the distance the deep voice of an eldritch being singing Rockabye Baby. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and this mass of tentacles only goes out by from the boat about 10, 15, 10 feet or so. Okay. And it's just void beyond that. Yep. All right. I sit. I, I make sure that I am sitting because mm-hmm. the room was spinning a little bit before and I don't want to fall out. Um, yep. Okay. It's happening again. Right. <clears throat> cool. The, 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 the little slat seat in the boat taps you on the thigh. The seat does. Okay. And I you look, look down and it blinks at you. Hmm? Just one eyeball. Hmm? Hello. We should talk. <laughs> yeah. Your sister has recovered. Yes. Wise use of the power. Well done. Thank you. For such wisdom, I may be able to grant you more of this power. Yes. If that is something you would wish, reach into the swarm. You will find what you seek. Right. I lean over and I put my, probably the right hand, down in and see if I can feel anything, what happens. I'm probably looking over too. Okay. So you reach down in there. Give me a investigation roll. Okay. Gah! Natural one. I have an inspiration, but that's not going to help with that. You reach down, you grab the first thing your hands wrap around, and you pull up, and it's a tentacle. Hmm. And right. it bites. And it bites you. Hmm. Ow! It's got a little. It's got a little beak on one end, and it just nips the side of your hand. All right, let go of that. Throw it back. There's a little bit. There's a little bit of blood trailing down your hand right now. Right. Oh. Uh, Something's moving under the skin there. Hmm. hmm. Okay. <laughs> I poke at it. <laughs> it slithers deeper inside and crawls around the back of your hand. Mm. And it's a little, just kind of, maybe inch, inch and a half long. I try and talk Like to a it. worm. I have, I have, 
telepathy or whatever. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't like see it, see it. It's underneath, but can I try and talk to it? Sure. What do you think you're doing? <laughs> yeah, okay. Get out. Give me a, are you going uh, persuasion or intimidation? Hmm. Intimidation. I'm going to start like trying to like, if I can see it underneath my skin, I'm basically trying to like push it out. So. Okay. Intimidation. So 12, I'll use my inspiration on this. Okay. Roll me a D8. Mm -hmm. All right. 17. There's a pause, and then the thing shivers a little bit and then crawls back towards the wound and just kind of bloops itself out, lands on the seat next to you, and just melds into the wood and vanishes. Yep. Okay. I don't want a fucking parasite. I put my hand back down in the tentacles. <laughs> Give me another investigation check then. All right. Come on, roll better. 19. 19. You reach down in and your fingers this time wrap around something hard. Okay. I pull it up. Pull it back out. It's a piece of metal. Right. It's shaped like a bullet, actually. Looks like one of the bullets you make for your gun. All right. Can I There's some you? faint engraving. Uh-huh. Very light, finely carved symbols. You can't make them out. Um, well, I have the... Uh, you have Eyes of the Runekeeper, right? I do, yes. Yep. For whatever reason, that doesn't seem to be working right now. Huh. Okay. If I use Eldritch Sight on it? Can I tell anything what what it is? Eldritch Sight. This thing is definitely magical. Mm-hmm. And mostly looks like enchantment and evocation, both, you would say, from the schools of magic. All right. This will give you some additional power once it is used. All right. Your wisdom will be important. Power comes at a price. It does. What is the price for this? There is equality in the universe from time to time. There must be balance, and for that which is given, sometimes, not always, but sometimes, a price to balance the scales must be paid. Nothing drastic. 
but you are an experimental creature. I'm sure you will figure it out. Your eyes blink, and you are laying in a bunk on the Elishard's Revenge. And there is something cold clutched in your hand. Yep. Bullet. Yep. Still with you. Hmm? Oh. Okay. Well, at least it tasted good. Okay. Um, I'm looking around. Uh, is Constance there? She's kind of looking down at you. Hmm? Oh, hey. I borrowed one of your dresses. Yeah, no, that's fine. Are you feeling better? Yeah. Who are you talking to? I was talking. Yeah. And she taps your forehead. Ah. Wait, can you, I do that part with um, telepathy. Can you answer this still? Yeah, of course I can. She says out loud. Hmm. Okay. But you could hear me talking too. Um, the, 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 it's a great game. It's, it's the thing that, that helped me figure out how to help you. So. Oh, well, that's good, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you. So what's going on? So we. I don't know how much you remember, but we did something to bring you back from... You were an octopus for a while. Do you... It was... I remember a little bit, but not much. Okay. So you're back now. Um, We're on a ship. It's called the Elishar's Revenge. Um, Okay. There's... Is everybody all right? Yeah. Nothing no, bad fun. happened to anybody else, did they? Mm-hmm. What? Nothing bad happened to anybody else, did it? Mm, no, I don't think so. I think um, probably good. Um, Father's okay, and yes, and everybody. Yeah, no, I checked on him yesterday. Okay, good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, right now, I need to keep being on the ship and keep working with these people until the, the game ends. Uh, I don't know if you want to stay here, uh, or I can bring you back to... Father is, is getting a little... He might not be able to take care of you very well. Um, I was gonna, I could also bring it back to Harold. Um, at least, oh, I forgot, I haven't told him yet. Um, uh, I'll have to tell him that you're back. So everybody knows what happened? Yeah, um, they, yeah, they're a bit, they didn't quite believe me. Um, but they'll believe me now. <laughs> You're back. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Make me a perception check. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess if we wanted to tell them, we could... I mean, they should know. And then we can figure out what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, or, I don't know, is it... Maybe, maybe that's, <clears throat> no, yeah, we'll, we'll, that, that's probably best to, to go and I'll explain what happened and then you can, we can decide from there. It'll be okay. okay. And she kind of runs her fingers through her hair to tuck it behind her ears. Yep. And you hadn't noticed it before, but at this point you can see right here, Two small vestigial eyes. Oh, okay. And they just blink at you one after the other. Her fingers travel right across them like she doesn't even know they're there. Yeah. Okay. No, we should, I should definitely tell them. Um, Are you still, how long have I been asleep? hour or two since they brought you back on on the ship okay i'll i'll let them know that i'm fine now um hopefully the rest of them are you've got a raging cotton mouth and a fairly severe hangover curtains currently yeah it's bad uh let them know that i'm fine anyway um probably not doing anything until tomorrow if you want to get back to sleep okay Yep. She'll curl up in bed and turn to face the the wall, basically, and yep. try to get some rest. Yep, I'll put my hand on her shoulder, and then eventually, like five minutes, when she seems to be sleeping, head out. Okay. By this point, unless anybody was specifically staying awake, you've had ample time to care for and bed down anybody who needs to. Warlock, I know you don't sleep. So you're just sitting there wondering why there are two different sources of of swaying. You know one of them's from the boat and the other one's from you, apparently? I started documenting. I've okay. I have the tablet out. I am documenting down all the like in, in, in as much detail as I can manage. Are you texting the great press? <laughs> no, I am documenting <laughs> what it's like to be drunk and the effects of alcohol on me specifically. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, because we're back on the ship, the disguise self has dropped to now it's just war, regular looking warlock with the um, oh. we're gonna say the yeah the yin yang mask out. Hey, Prince, okay. you up? Given I am still hyperproductive, <laughs> I have a question. Yes. Theoretically, would poisoner's kits are good for making antidotes. Would that include hangover? Like, hangover cures the, the sort of mundane version? That would be more of an herbalist kit thing, I okay. think. I don't mm. think I have one of those. And I definitely- poisoner's kits are for primarily hurting people and a little bit of the okay. antidote to those particular- beyond says antidotes to poisons is one of antidotes and identifying yeah. Mm-hmm. poisons. yeah but- no it, we we lump alcohol in with toxins but poison versus hangover kind of two different things fine yeah no yeah. that's fine. 
then I probably will just make the sure that there is some system. nice breakfast for mostly E Diamond, but also everyone else who's hungover. You could probably flush the alcohol from someone's system really well with some poisonous kit tools, but that would just make the hangover come on faster. Yeah, the hangover. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like Zoe's avoiding that unless specifically asked to. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, no, the hangover ha- the hangover has nothing to do with the the toxicity. Yeah. It's yeah. your brain trying to restart and being out of fluid. <laughs> I'm going to shut down for eight hours. No okay. water of, to avoid a hangover. Of, uh, uh, and basically document the entire eight hours. So, like, I'm documenting getting the the getting drunk, the effects of being drunk, and the incremental effects of recovering from being drunk. Again, it's unpleasant. There's a still, lot of unpleasantness. Yep. Still sounds like the drunk texting you send at two yeah. o'clock in the morning to your crush or your bestie. Just like, why does it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bryce, you up? I want to send you some stuff. <laughs> I got some pics you need to see. Just a bunch of gears. <laughs> <laughs> I sent you a picture of my motherboard. <laughs> Oh my god. Circuits being soldered. <laughs> Send me a picture of your hard drive. Warforged porn. <laughs> okay. I sent you a picture of my hard drive. Respond. <laughs> anyway. Warforged porn is the name of my Nine Inch Nails cover band. Okay. <laughs> Legit. Okay. I can respect that. Nine Inch Nails is the name of my Warforged adult entertainment company. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. And everyone Moving awakens. On. There the is next breakfast. <laughs> Thanks, Zoe. So now I've let you have a long rest. <laughs> oh, I also would have caught Woden and whoever else in the crew needed to know up on the next part of the plan, which is mm. we're going to okay. teleport in to the, get the stick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So now I now I know who can and can't hold their uh, thing in the green bottle. I feel like that's, well, that's not what a. That's called. I feel like that's not exactly a refined me- amount of measurement. <laughs> Some drinking days are better. Not I'm not a social have, drinker. Not when you have Fens alcohol. It all kicks like that. And you hear a slap of a hand on wood and Masilda clamors up over the edge, rolls over, just lands on her back. And some of them are worse. (laughs) And how was your night last? Her hand goes into her pocket, comes out with a fairly heavy looking coin pouch. Jingle, jingle, jingle. (laughs) Worth it. Congrats. Would you like some food? You are a queen and a saint. <laughs> yes, I am. Thank you for noticing. Hands it over. Huh? Shoveling food in her mouth. What am I noticing? <laughs> Don't worry about it. All right. Um, I tend to hold policy. Gambling winnings are yours to keep. Anything we get on a job, we split. So hold on to that. Makes sense. I'm going to go stick my head in a bucket of water. And she staggers off below decks. I mean, if you need help with that. Just holding her by the ankles. I was going to say just control waters. 
So, All right. So, what is the so, plan to Woten? Uh, I assume you've been caught up on the location of the object. I've been given the rundown, I. Once everyone has fully recovered, and we are within 500 feet of the location, I can open a gate to whatever might be inside. I'll send Io ahead to scout for a good landing spot. Works for me. Let's get everyone into boat, into a few of the... Let's get over roughly there. Get our group into some rowboats. <laughs> I'll, find a, I'll find a closer place to park the revenge in the fence near to that location, and then we can bring rowboats the rest of the way if we need to. Yeah. All right. From my flyover, it looked like we'd need rowboats, but if Woden and Thalia overrule me, that's going to happen. Go ahead, uh, Woten, and give me a water vehicle's intelligence check. If it's finding a location, would it be water vehicles or navigator's tools? Because I have both of those. Uh, Nav tools, then, in this case, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nav tools... Intelligence. Uh huh. Nine. Can't Takes you a while. Takes you a while. Um, it's about noon by the time you find a decent spot. Some of the channels here are deceptively shallow, and you start working your way up and then realize that this one is not going to get you close at all. Um, I'm getting used to to the fact that I have a bigger ship than the Wavecrest now. Yeah. (laughs) Again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Wavecrest had about not quite, not as a little more than half the draft of this one, but still a shallower. It had a much shallower keel. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And... But uh, but by the time noon hits, you found an anchoring spot within probably a couple hundred yards. Mm-hmm. And how to take of this just kind of decent sized, especially for the fens. The the it's probably about a mile across at least of just this thick overgrown. Is that is that island. anchoring spot close enough that we can plank to shore, or do we need rowboats? You would need to to row. Yeah, it's still going to be a good probably 10, 12 feet of water. Okay, so yeah. In depth. It won't, for, it won't for be at a, least a it, couple, for at least 100 yards or so. Yeah, it won't, it won't be a long rowboat, but. No. But you wouldn't want to, I mean, well, you, you would be just fine, but most people wouldn't want to just swim from here. Yeah. I would prefer not to. Yeah. Given right. how I lost my last group. Let's bring a couple of boats down, make our way there. Uh, Thalia, uh, you're in charge of the ship, all are gone. Aye, aye, Captain. Uh, I will send Io out ahead to try to find a place. Not that Io doesn't need to land. Io just needs okay. to visually locate a clearing that we could teleport into. All right. Go ahead and give me a perception check for IO. All right. And IO has 120 feet of dark vision, not that it matters because it's noon, but still. Yep. I will also make sure Aurelia is caught up because she was not there for the initial discussion and she was too drunk to learn last night. Yeah, okay. 
So Io has to be within 100 feet of you to share senses. Yeah. Um, so you can only send Io a little ways, relatively speaking. I figure higher um, is better than farther out yeah. as mm-hmm. far as getting it. And else. best you can tell through Io's senses, uh, roll me just a straight intelligence check. Mm-hmm. As you're trying to interpret the information. Nine. That the eyes are giving back to you. You can you can pretty definitively say that you will have to pick one of these channels and row deeper in. There's not a clearing within 500 feet of the outer perimeter. All right. So doing a bit of you'd be able to, to yeah. Um, Jack, you did guys I will spot act- a? Am I remembering a different one where I did spot a clearing during my Passover? You spotted a clearing, but it was almost dead center of this okay. mass, which is almost a mile across. Right. So, you, so you would have to travel probably about a half a mile in your yeah. estimated. So, I will describe as accurately as I can to Woden and Warlock where the clearing I saw was. I can fly over there if we like to sort of scout again, but I. It would also so, prefer to keep use of my cloak in case we run into something. So the, the question there becomes, is uh, Zoe's description of the location accurate enough that with directionality I can find that easily? It, uh, it's just looking from the outside. It's not going to be easy by any stretch, but you have at least a rough direction to be pushing for to Actually, get in there. other way to do it, potentially... Warlock has um, the ability to continuously sending to me. I could fly, tell you what it looks like from above, up a ways, and Warlock could act as a calm between us. Uh, there's also a third option really quick, uh, and Wotan pulls his compass off of his, off of his vest and flips it open because hopefully... Because the compass bends, and uh, when I'm not using it to track a person, it just navigates to wherever either I or whether whether wherever my patron decides I need to go. And I'll just sort of whisper to it, if you can help us find this, it'd probably help progress our goals in the game, if you want to point me in the right direction. Give me a persuasion check. Mm. Please don't roll poorly. I'm supposed to be good at persuasion. 16? 16, all right. Do I have an inspiration? And let me see. I don't think I do, no. I mean, supposed to be. I'm supposed to be good at making things with a negative four intelligence modifier fail. (laughs) (laughs) Take damage and be stunned, but that didn't happen. (laughs) You'll get another chance. (laughs) We've had a long rest. You get it back. The needle spins and spins. And then suddenly, rapidly, just quivers into a steady direction that is definitely pointing to the interior here. Right. Hopefully that's pointing in the right direction. I will keep Io above us so that we can have a... So that when the spot becomes in range, I can more easily get us there rather than having to continuously navigate. Listen, my pact is specifically only useful narratively. It has no mechanical benefits. (laughs) (laughs) I totally forgot you could do that. 
Um, Actually, strictly speaking, I, I, now that we're 11th level, I could have used that as casting find the path if you want me to do that. Well, find the path is for a specific fixed location that you are familiar with. That's You're not fair. really familiar with. That, that's this. fair. Yep. That's mm -hmm. fair. So, so. yeah. So I will, having asked for the right directions, hopefully he's pointing me in the right way. Yep. Yeah, find the path is more of a get home rather than a get to the dragon's cave per se. Mm -hmm. But yes, metaphorically speaking. All right. But it looks like the first stage of this journey is going to be uh, with the robots. So going to do a little bit of an extended skill check here. Um, go ahead. I'll want one person to start me out with whatever skill you think would be most helpful I mean, to get you guys in through uh -oh. a heavily overgrown borderline jungle density mangrove swamp kind I mean, of growing can i just ask would survival labels? be ruled relevant or would that all really just fall under nature uh, survival and nature could could both be relevant here. Please, nobody try to intimidate your way through the, through this. We know how that works out already. I would like to make a survival roll because I'm just not strong enough to help with that physical rowing. Okay, all right. Anyone Go ahead and give yes, me a survival no roll on me doing that. Sorry, no. Uh, I just um, yeah. I just wanted to ask GM wise. I have a I have a spell called Plant Growth. Mm -hmm. It, mm -hmm. Technically, it is meant to cause large bouts of growth for like an hour or make land fertile. Could I petition to use it to make a path through the vines, through the thorns? Mm -hmm. Plant growth is much more of an obstructing type spell than something that's going to make life easier for anybody. That's true. Okay. Yeah. I thought I'd ask. Yep. Nope. Keeping in mind that I do have a very magic sword with which to cut anything that needs cutting. So do I. I would like to make survival check. Yeah, so All with, right. with uh, Zoe making survival, um, and because the first part of our, our trip is rowing, can I make an argument for just a water vehicles check from Moten? Water vehicles would also be a valid uh, skill option for this one. Our so we'll start with Zoe's survival check, and then we'll get to the others in turn. Okay, so we can you remind me, for inspiration for you, it is a plus D4? Plus D8. Mm. Plus D8. I would uh -huh. like to do that. Wait. Absolutely. Rolls bad. Wait, is it decide after or decide before? Decide after. Mm. Okay. I roll, roll, see your result, and then decide. 21. I'm going to hold on to that inspiration in case we need it later. Okay. So Zoe, as the individual who is kind of geospatially most familiar with this whole thing mm -hmm. you begin with and with with Wotan being able to have a, a direction on the compass you start using your best knowledge and spatial reckoning to try and get a decent navigational perspective on this and going with what you remember having seen from the sky on the day before and with Wotan's needle sort of serving as a, as a backup reference, you begin 
fairly accurately, as best you can tell, charting your guy's initial course toward the interior of this thing. It looked from the outside and from above like a massive single conglomerate plant uh, canopy. And But as you begin to make your way inside, you're starting to realize that this is a number of variously sized islands and the plants on them have just grown tall and thick enough that they are making a solid roof above you, making it very difficult to, to get any sort of exterior reference. You've gone into basically this maze-like green dome tunnel kind of conglomeration, but you're pretty confident of your uh, your directional proceedings at this point. Wotan, you can go ahead and make that water vehicles check. Um, you'll be making this one with... Uh, it'll just be strength-based since you're trying to Please maneuver don't screw these me. boats. That was not screwing me. Good. Natural 20. No, that was not screwing you at all. All right. Uh, you direct your people and th- throwing some muscle in on it yourself, begin making as much progress as quickly as possible. This place does feel kind of innately perilous. As you go into this green monolith, it's it's dense and heavy and quiet, but there's danger here, kind of creeping around in an almost sixth sensey kind of phenomena where you can just feel the hair on the back of your neck crawling a little bit. It's hot, it's humid. There's very little air movement, and everybody is pretty quickly drenched in sweat, with the exception of the one of you that doesn't have sweat. Um, As you guys begin to make your way deeper and deeper into this maze. Somebody else. Um, Two more checks are necessary. With with Io above, uh, could I make a nature check to just sort of try to see if I can determine, like, between my what, what I'm seeing underneath and what I was seeing above, sort of steering us away from potentially more dangerous places? Mm, the, the steering and directionality has sort of been covered by the survival check. Okay. How about a... What was I going to say? Uh... History to what end? To uh, historical r- information about the area, knowing where to nav not navigate, but but knowing where to go. Essentially, okay, that is navigate, but you know what I mean. Hmm. So, like. I'll- Alternatively, looking out for, for my danger turn, I... kind of thing, or more or less, alternatively, or in conjunction, scrying on the area, it's like scrying ahead. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll say you could make a history check for that. Okay. Uh, yep. I rolled like I roll, 11. So you guys are 
making your way further and further in. Cora, you're thinking back to trying to remember various dangers and perils that you remember from from these stories that you've heard of the fens and their environments and things like that. Maybe a few half overheard stories from, from the Magus last night that might have drifted across your ears, something like that. Uh, And you immediately recognize suddenly two crocodiles closing in on the front boat, which you're also seated in. And you yell out a warning and have everybody stop. Right. Yep. And Whoever's steering immediately turns to the side as quickly as possible. The boat kind of grinds up against the uh, the bank of the the closest island as the two crocodiles clunk clunk together. It's logs. Hmm. The boat is now unfortunately a little bit stuck. I'm going to need athletics checks hmm? um, from at least it, two people. Can I cast Not control water and just me. push them aside? I mean, the logs, yeah. That's not going to help you get the boat out. I can mm. control water. Just... Yeah. The boat stuck has run aground. Okay. I'll say the boat has run aground. You can give me an arcana check for your control water. I mean, part of control water is like literally pushing and pulling yeah. tight. Mm-hmm. Sure. Fifteen. Takes you a little while, but you're able to use the lifting of the water to help get the boat free and back on course. Who else wants to go? What would really help is if we had like a wedge in front of us so we could just go through where we need to go. Uh, Are there any branches or something large that I could use telekinesis on to help us move forward? Like a a drafting pole, just... Like an icebreaker. (laughs) Using telekinesis as an icebreaker. Yeah. What skill skill would you be using for this? Um, so... Telekinesis to build an icebreaker. uh, Yeah. Um, I'm I'm thinking, uh survival or nature to know like okay this this is probably going to give a little bit here that's not going to be possible even if i try and like ram into it i'll let you make an i'll let you make a nature check okay we have someone that can actually just make a nice breaker yeah yeah um go ahead and give me a nature check nature okay Uh uh-huh 17 17 okay and I use my telekinesis. All right. So by looking into the natural world around her, Aurelia makes a few insightful suggestions that help get you guys closer and more efficiently deeper in. And I will need one final check. Can I make a perception check to see if we're in range of a clearing? Or the sure. clearing that Zoe spotted. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Mm-hmm. And since I'm looking through Io's eyes, I assume it's my perception check. Yes. Mm-hmm. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Nicely done. You guys get to a point where it feel the the channel has stopped leading you in and has now sort of gone out laterally 
And while you can't see for much more than 50 feet in any given direction, even on the open water channels, this one looks like it's going left and right and you need to go straight ahead. Shifting your eyes to Io's perspective, Warlock, you can see further ahead, probably about a quarter of a mile or so, a little depression in the canopy that you would guess is probably the clearing. And based on what you can see from Io's higher viewpoint, this looks like where you need to leave the boats and start going overland. Are uh, we close enough for the teleporty thing? No, that's if it's a quarter mile, it's way too. It's still uh, too far ahead. But I will indicate the direction we should go so that we can get closer to it, so that I can teleport us there. Yep. And warlock with with the natural twenty, I'll let you know that visibility in here because arcane gate, you have to be able to see both spots. Yeah. We so that was something we had talked about previously uh, about how yeah. if I could see it and Io could see it, then we could that could qualify. Right, the density of the vegetation it's unlikely that because you have you still have to be within a hundred feet of Io yeah, to be able yeah. to see both places. Yeah, you're you're going to have to be closer than you're not going to be able to do this from max distance. No, you can probably skip the last hundred hundred fifty feet. You would guesstimate, yeah. but that's probably about as close as it. Any would be. chance you took gaze of two minds? Uh, that's a chain. That's a pact of the chain thing, isn't it? Uh, no, gaze of two minds is just. Uh, no, that's not the one that gives you extra sight with your familiar. It's the one that lets you see through someone else's eyes. Oh no, yeah. I did not take it. All right, but you'll be able to cut off some of the travel. You just won't be able to do it. Yeah, I also From 500 feet out it'll probably be more like 100 150. I also have the ability to fly myself. It's just that the mm-hmm. visibility through the canopy is the issue, which is why using IO. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh but you guys can find a couple decent spots to to tie the the boats up to fairly sturdy vegetation. So actually that better uh when I realize that I'll talk to Woten. Um, mm-hmm. Woten, judging from the distances and the visibility available, I'm not going to be able to cut our travel time by much more than a few hundred feet. However, if we would, if we are able to get there on foot natively, I can save the teleport for if we need an emergency exit. Would that be preferable? How would you get us an emergency exit with a teleportation spell like that when there's a mass amount of thicket that would prevent line of sight from getting us out. I can fly. I, if I'm not mistaken, the mechanics of that spell, one of the portals has to be near you, and if yes. you're too far from the ground, that's not going to work. Uh, <clears throat> I can fly, which means I can sight a location and then come back down was the implication there. I mean, would it still be viable at that point if he's seen the location and then drops to where he's no longer got that same line of sight? I don't know. Jack? So at the time of casting, you're picking you two points on the on the ground that you can see okay. based on Never the text of the spell. Yeah. Never mm-hmm. mind then. All right. So you guys are able to 
moor the boats and begin moving in. Who's in front and will be making perception checks? Hmm. Not I. I'll go in the front. All right. I believe you have the best perception, so yes. Thank you. I'll go first. I don't know why it's at disadvantage, but they're both 17, so... 17. All right. You begin making your way through. It is slow going. The, The plant growth is thick. Briars and brush, low shrubs... The the entire place is almost a wall of growing flora. And you guys are having to fight through. Swords are and, and wep- other weapons are occasionally used to hack down some of the the thicker vegetation. Finally using and, the hand axe I got from the, <laughs> the, the <laughs> <yeah>. triggers. <laughs> Primal savagery, acid kills plants. <laughs> We could we could never rename that spell to Agent Orange, uh, <laughs> and you guys begin making slow progress in underneath this thick canopy. A couple hundred feet pass, and you can kind of keep track of where you've come from. But as you break down a path, it does kind of spring back branches that were pushed out of the way, just flex back into their original positioning. It's only occasionally that you actually have to literally carve a hole through. And that obviously doesn't return. Um, But it's still pretty dense in all directions. It's not, it's, this isn't Minecraft. You're not tunneling a hole. Yeah. Um, And, Visibility is is difficult, Cole, as you're going, even the time that you've spent in the various forests in the south of Conflux, nothing in your memory has really been this dense before. I'm in the back and just keeping track of which way we have gone so we can get back. Okay. Edgar on one shoulder, Jinx on the other. Clean it back. What kind of um, as we're walking, what kind of plant it makes up the majority of the canopy? I mean, it's they're trees. Hmm. So like, are you looking for specific species? Yeah, of trees? Well, well, no, no, like, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out because you said this, like, this whole area is like sort of overgrown and there's like a dome mm-hmm. on the top. Yeah, what that the thing that's making the dome? What is that material? So the dome was primarily like the the sort of dome shaped tunnel was mostly because there was water that the boat was in, and then plants growing together over top, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is mostly tree branches, some vines, some creeping moss, that sort of thing. A little bit of ivy. I'm curious if right. if I'm curious if that dome. So like if something were to impact the dome of plants, would it just part and things would fall through or would it be hold steady enough to hold up something? Like, like you couldn't walk up there. Hmm. Yeah. But like, could you, could yeah. you traverse through the tops of the trees? You would be at maybe one quarter speed at best. Okay. And that with a very good acrobatics roll. Okay. Okay. I was yeah. just curious. Mm-hmm. Cause I wasn't, I was trying to envision what exactly was above us. Yep. Uh, but Cole, as you're moving through and trying to keep an eye out around you, you notice a mound of debris kind of shift slightly, maybe about 20 feet ahead. Hold up. And I'll 
send Edgar forwards a little bit. Say there's something just moved. I'll have Edgar land on a root or something near it, like 10 feet away. Okay. And then try to look through their eyes. So Edgar lands about 10 feet away, you said? Yeah. Okay. You shift over eyes to it. And suddenly the mound lurches five feet and a tendril comes out and slams into Edgar and just <laughs> 15 bludgeoning damage to Edgar. Oh, he's got one hit point. He's gone. It's, right. it's feathers. <laughs> and then there's a... <sighs> as this weird conglomeration of plant life and moss and rocks just lurches upward and begins scrambling through the underbrush towards you guys. We'll roll initiative and that's where we'll end for this week. Say goodbye, yes, everybody. I love, I love shambling. Bye! Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.